Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. What's going on, Buffalo Fanatics, Bills Mafia all around the world? What is happening? Welcome to a special edition of Rated Rev. Brought to you by Underdog Fantasy on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. And let's get this thing popping, baby. Well, it looks like the Buffalo Bills did not get any help whatsoever today by the Baltimore Ravens. And it would not be. Well, let me let me say it like this. How billsy of a, of a thing would it be? for it to come down like this. You know what I'm saying? I guess, I mean, there's certain people who, who, who say, you know what? I don't, I wouldn't have liked it any other way. I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Well, I don't know about you, man, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I was looking forward to a stress-free Sunday to where the bills clinched regardless of the circumstances because of what happened today. So um, now, thanks to the Ravens losing in that sloppy fest of a game. Now it looks like it's an all or nothing game for the Bills. All or nothing. All or nothing. The Baltimore Ravens down. Down goes Frazier. You know, in a valiant effort, nonetheless. But they lose in a sloppy, wet game to the Pittsburgh Steelers um, today. And you know what? They had their opportunities. They had their chances to get into this game and to win it. Unfortunately, it just did not go their way. The Pittsburgh Steelers apparently, you know, wanted it more. Or they made enough plays to win. And they ended up winning the game 17-10. to 10. Now, they're sitting down, waiting on the rest of the games tomorrow to find out whether or not they clinched a playoff berth themselves. But unfortunately for them, I don't know, time will tell, but T.J. Watt ended up going down, and it appears as though he may have sustained a, I think it was an MCL injury. Um, you guys don't quote me on that. If you, if you guys happen to know the exact um, injury, go ahead and drop that in the chat. But I, I do know that it was, a, it was a knee injury to some degree. I thought I saw MCL. But, man, how, how unfortunate was that to have a guy like that man um and he goes down in an injury when they're trying to clinch a playoff berth so we'll see what happens with TJ Watt I hope all is well man and I hope he's he's able to to bounce back um this is assuming that everything goes well for the Pittsburgh Steelers and they're able to get into the playoffs but however this is not about the Pittsburgh Steelers this is about the Buffalo Bills ladies and gentlemen and the Bills their backs are against the wall their backs are against the wall and they have to basically, they just have to go out there and handle business tomorrow. They have to go out there and handle business tomorrow 
against the Miami Dolphins because um, there are some scenarios in which the Bills can still clinch even with a loss. And let's go ahead and take a look at at uh, at some of those scenarios right now. I'm going to go ahead and, and share my screen, and we're just going to jump right in to the uh, ESPN playoff machine. Hold on a second. Let me go ahead and pull it up. I think I've got the wrong the wrong tab up. Um, there it is. Here we go. ESPN playoff machine. And let's just dive right on in. And you guys let me know if you can see it um, in the chat here. And I'm pulling it up. Here we go. The Baltimore Ravens, of course, they still have the number one seed. Today's um, outcome did not affect their seeding whatsoever. But now you look at it and you see the Pittsburgh Steelers currently sitting in the seventh seed overall. Miami Dolphins at the two, Bills at the six right now. Kansas City the three, um, Jacksonville Jaguars at the four, the uh, Cleveland Browns at the five seed so far. Now, let's take a look because we have a game that's, that's, that's currently about to go underway if, it's, if it hasn't already started in the uh, Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. But as it pertains to the Buffalo Bills, here's what can happen. If the Bills were to lose tomorrow, to the Miami Dolphins, okay? This is where it gets dicey. Let's say the Houston Texans win tonight, okay? They're the fourth seed, all right? This is the game you want to watch, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans. If Jacksonville wins, you see that? The Bills are eliminated from the playoffs, and that has no bearing on this Houston game versus the, the Colts. Okay, the Bills are eliminated if ja if the Bills lose tomorrow and the Jags lose. I mean, and the Jags win. However, if Tennessee pulls out the upset at home and they secure a victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Buffalo Bills, with their loss tomorrow to the Miami Dolphins, squeak in to the seventh seed, and they will go again. Right back to Miami. They might as well just stay there in Miami for the week and play the Miami Dolphins again in the wild card round. Now, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens or what could happen if the Bills lose. But I'm not here to talk about the Bills losing, okay? Because it is all about the Buffalo Bills. They control their own destiny. Right now, they control their own destiny. They have to take matters into their own hands. They don't want to be sitting here relying upon the Tennessee Titans to win. They don't want to do that, okay? Now, uh, good news for the Bills, I guess you can say, is that they have the night game. And so they get a chance to sit back all day long, stressed out though, no doubt, and watch these games unfold. And so going into the Miami game tomorrow, they will already know what they need to do. They will already know if they clinch or not. If the Jags win, <laughs> I mean, they'll, basically, they'll, they, won't, they won't know if they clinch, but they'll know what they need to do, is what I'm trying to say. If, if the Jags win, the Bills are good. You know what I'm saying? The Bills are good. If they win. Hold on. Let me back this thing up because I'm confusing my doggone self. If the Jags win tomorrow, the Bills have to win. Okay? But if the Titans win, the Bills can go into the game and they're they're they got a monkey off of their back because they know either way they clinched. 
right? Either way, they clinched. So uh, that could be a blessing or a curse. I don't know. You guys let me know um, what you think about that. But that is how the Bills are going to approach this game tomorrow. Um, I think Josh said that he wasn't going to be, you know, doing any score watching. But you know doggone well. These, these players, they're going to be watching the scoreboard all, <laughs> all day tomorrow. You know they are. They, they, there's no way in the world in which they're going to be you know, away from their phones, away from the TVs, and, and just go dark until the game starts. I don't believe it whatever. I don't believe it one bit. They're going to be watching, and they're going to know what they need to do going into this game against Miami Dolphins. So there you have it, folks. The Bills have got to win tomorrow. I mean, technically they don't. But if they want to, if they want to control their own destiny, they just, just, just go out there and win the game. Just win. Just win. Act as if this, this Jags game against the Titans hadn't even happened. Don't even worry about that. You just go out there and win because the Bills, in my opinion, uh, they need to play for more than just getting in. And for me, it's what I want. I want that number two seed, baby. I want that number two seed. That's what I want. And you have to believe that the Miami Dolphins are playing for that two seed as well, and uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about it because we're gonna talk about uh, um, who's playing for what and what you know what means what and what means more to I mean to 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 to, to the other team to the opposing team and and of course um, you know when you look at it the Bills have more to lose in this in this game right we we already know that right the Bills have to win okay for them it's all about getting in. But you know, you know that the Miami Dolphins, they want to play spoiler. Not only do they want to win the division, but they would want nothing more. They would like nothing more than to be the ones to kick the Bills out of the playoffs. This is, of course, assuming things go in their favor with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the, and the, and the uh, Titans game. So it leads me to this question. What should the, the Dolphins do? When you look at it, let's just take a look right now. We've, we've got the Miami Dolphins injury list. Let's, let's go over the, the Dolphins and the Bills uh, injury report. It's, it's, a, it's a laundry list when you look at, um, at their injury reports for the, uh, for the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Good news for the Bills, though, however. Good news for the Bills. Um, they have basically a clean bill of health. The only player that people were really, you know, kind of questioning was Mitch Morris. But then the Buffalo Bills put out a tweet earlier um, saying that Mitch Morris um, has been removed from the list from the report and no longer has a game status. So I'm assuming that means that I'm assuming that means he's going to play. I'm assuming that means he's going to play. Okay. Uh, that's what I, that's what that's what I think. And I would bet 100% that Mitch Morris plays. But as for the Miami Dolphins, okay? As for the Miami Dolphins, um as I said, they have a laundry list of injuries. They are completely banged up. Completely banged up. Um they are without Xavier Howard. Um they are without uh, a number of players, okay, 
Bradley Chubb is 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 out um, with the knee injury. Xavier Howard is out. Um, now they do have a few players that are listed as questionable, and this is where I think. Now this is my opinion. I, I think this this is where um, you're starting to see a little bit of gamesmanship, so to speak, from Mike McDaniel. You have a linebacker, Jerome Baker, who's who's questionable. Raheem Mostert, the running back, he's questionable. Uh, Jalen Waddle is questionable. Um, and a number of, of other players um, at key positions are questionable. Now, you have a contingency of Bills fans who think, look, the Dolphins, they're focusing on their wild card matchup. That's what they're focusing on. They don't really have a lot to play for in this game tomorrow um, because they've already clinched. But to them, winning the division doesn't really matter a whole lot. They're, they're focused on the playoffs. And while I can, I can see that to a degree, excuse me, I, I don't believe it. <laughs> okay? I don't believe it. I believe the Dolphins uh, want to win the division. And you bet. You can just bet your bottom dollar. If the Jaguars win, all of these guys who are who are listed as questionable, I I have a feeling they will suit up and play. That's what I think. I think a lot of these guys who are questionable, Jalen Waddle and, and and those others that I listed, I think all of those guys will end up suiting up and playing if the Jags win tomorrow before the game. Then you know Miami Dolphins, is, they're coming to play spoiler. Not only are they coming to win the division, they're coming to spoil the Bills and knock them completely out of the playoffs. But if the Titans win, if the Titans win, then it may be a different story. So I think it's, I think we're going to – they're, they're going to hold this thing all the way up until game day. I mean, not game day, but, you know, right, right, right before kickoff. As long as they can. And this is a chess match. I don't, I don't believe it. I, I think these guys are going to play. That's just my opinion. I, th- I think they're going to play, and we'll see how things play out. You know, after that tight, I mean, after that Jags game tomorrow. But um, I'm expecting the Dolphins um, to give it their 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 best shot. And even you know, with the assumption, even let's just say, let's just say, um, the Titans win, you, we still might see Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, and those guys play. Now, how long, I think, will depend upon the game flow and what the game is looking like. If either team uh, gets out to a significant lead in that scenario, you can see Mike McDaniel probably pulling those guys out and resting them early. So, uh, it's, it's, it's needless to say, Bills Mafia, um, I hope you're ready. And I hope you get your popcorn ready because this is going to be – it's like – the NFL, if you believe in the NFL script, they couldn't have written a better script than this. And if tomorrow's games go as we anticipate, meaning, you know, the Bills get no help whatsoever from the Titans, and now it's really win, get in, lose, go home, there's your script, ladies and gentlemen. There's your script. It's, it's, for, it's, it's, it's all or nothing tomorrow. We will see how things play out. You will definitely see how, how, how everything plays out. But uh, um, if you're not fired up for this game, then I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to get you fired up. 
I really don't. Uh, you know, I, I would have never thought the Bills would be in this position to begin with, but here they are. And then how many of you can sit here and say that after the, I would say, the, the Broncos game, that the Bills would even be sitting here with a chance to win the division and get the number two seed. The rest of the NFL basically wrote the Bills off at that point. Fire Ken Dorsey. In comes, you know, um, um, the interim OC and Joe Brady and what's wrong with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. We're going to talk about him too. And 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 the Bills offense and and, and here's the title done, you know, um, um, hit piece and all that kind of stuff. And all of this drama and heat has been put on the Buffalo Bills and many wrote the, the, the season off. I was like, this is this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. And, and I don't know what's going to happen, man. I, I don't feel too good. And here the Bills are, one game remaining. They went on an incredible win streak like we've seen them do before. Like, haven't we seen this script before? I mean, what, what, two, three years in a row now? The Buffalo Bills at this time, it doesn't matter what happened all the regular season, but at this time in crunch time, in December, going into January, the Buffalo Bills have managed to go on an incredible run. Here they are again. Can they sustain it with one game remaining and the division title and a playoff berth on the line? Can these Buffalo Bills sustain this drive, this win streak? I, for one, I, for one, believe they're going to do it. I just do. I do. Um, these Bills, you know, uh, they play. They just play better when 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 their chips are on the table, backs are against the wall. You know, everything is on the line. They play better that way. They just do. In these crunch time moments, in these big time games like this, they 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 play to their best. And I think we're gonna see it. We're, we're definitely gonna see Buffalo Bills um show up tomorrow at Hard Rock Stadium and do their thing. And speaking of Bills Mafia at, Har at, at, you know, at Hard Rock Stadium, have you guys been seeing what's been going around Twitter about uh, the Bills Mafia takeover in Miami? Now, I'm in Texas, so I don't really know. All I'm doing, all I can go off of is, is, is what I see and what I read on Twitter. Okay, and uh, I need some Bills Mafia who who may be in Miami right now. If you if you're there, if you're in Miami, you're at the game. I mean, you're going to the game. Let me know what does that look like right now. Is it really going to be a Bills Mafia takeover at Hard Rock Stadium? I, I'm just going to say it like this: I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. I, no doubt, Bills Mafia travels better than probably any fan base in the National Football League. No doubt, I'm not taking that away from it at all. But I do think that it's a measure. It's I, I think that it's it's a little bit overblown, okay? Because this is a big game. I, and I know we, we've heard stuff about the Dolphins players, you know, trying to, you know, um, ask the fans, to, you know, to show up and all that kind of stuff. Look, I just, I just don't see – I don't see a scenario in which the Bills Mafia completely takes over that stadium. I don't see it. I think Miami Dolphins fans, I think they're going to show up. 
Now, there will be a large contingency of Bills Mafia, but like takeover wise, I, I don't know. I may be wrong. Um, let me know. Is, is, is it fake news? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, would, I know Bills Mafia travels, but if, if, if you're watching and uh, you're happy to be down there in Miami, you're going to the game, let me know what you think. All right, so Laura, Laura comes in. Laura says, yo, Mafia's deep in Miami right now. Oh, snap. All right. Okay. I mean, I, I saw that one. Um, it's like a clip. I think even the Buffalo Bills put it out. I think they're at some kind of um, um, Bills Mafia bar or something like that, you know, but I think it was in Fort Lauderdale. But I, I, I need to know, like, how deep are we rolling? You know what I'm saying? How deep are we talking? That, I, and, and we'll just have to wait and see uh, Sunday. But uh, nevertheless, man, Bills Mafia is going to be loud. It, it doesn't matter. It, it, it could be, it could be, you know, 10% Bills Mafia and a jam-packed Hard Rock Stadium. I mean, I don't know capacity there. But that 10% of Bills Mafia will overpower the Miami Dolphins fans. No doubt. No doubt. And you let and you let but you you let the Buffalo Bills get off to a lead and they start putting the can of you know what on these guys. Yo, it is going to be nuts. And I cannot wait for that game. Oh, if you guys can't wait for tomorrow, smash that like like you've never smashed a like before. Drop some mics, drop some fire emojis in this chat. Let's get this thing popping, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm fired up. I am fired up. I so can't. I so cannot wait for this game. Like, I'm going to be on pins and needles tomorrow. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy, but that the, that the NFL put this this Ravens game like this today, and then you got to wait until tomorrow, you know. But, you know, matter of fact, when is when, what time do the uh, Jags play? The Jags and the Titans. Is that a is that a an early game or is that like an afternoon game, right? Like right before the Bills game. Let me pull it up and see if I can find out. You guys let me know. Because um, I tell you what, man, like I'm going to be freaking on pins and needles all day long. Oh, it's an early game. It's an early game. All right, one o'clock, one o'clock, baby, one o'clock. So at least we don't have to wait long. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to wait long. We can sit here, chill, enjoy the game, see what happens, and then we got the rest of the afternoon to get ready. To get ready, because it's time to squish that fish, baby. It's time to squish the fish. Miami Dolphins fans, where are y'all at? If y'all in the chat. Let me know. Let me know. I'm not booting nobody out today unless unless y'all get crazy with it. You know what I'm saying? I got my mods in here. You know, keep it keep keep it keep it clean. Uh, but I, hey hey, it's, it's I'm, I'm I'm all I'm all for some trash talks. So if the Dolphins fans up in this in, up in here right now, let me know. Drop some 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 dolphins some dolphins emojis. Let me know y'all representing right now. But let's get the thing popping, baby. Uh, as we're talking about this game, before we jump right into the preview of this game, I, I posed a question to Bills Mafia on Twitter, on, on X, whatever y'all want to call it. And the question that I that I posed, this was yesterday, was, you know, when, when you're looking at, at the Buffalo Bills, okay, you're looking at the state of the offense and and 
And just, you know, what's been transpiring? Because we've seen it now the last couple of games. The Bills' offense has kind of been in a rut. They haven't really been, been moving and, and firing on all cylinders like they had been, you know, once when Joe Brady first got the interim gig. You know, they uh, went into L.A. against the Chargers, almost lost that game. Offense looked bad. Went back home, escaped with a victory in L.A., went back home to play the Patriots, and nearly lost that game too. You know what I'm saying? And the offense didn't look that great. If not for a incredible performance by the Buffalo Bills defense and Rasul Douglas and all them boys showing up and showing out against the Patriots, we would be sitting here on the outside looking in, talking about next season and and, and asking all kinds of questions about the Buffalo Bills' future and Sean McDermott's Oh, we'd be talking about all that kind of stuff. But the Bills squeaked away with a win. But two straight weeks, the offense looked bad. Josh Allen had one of his worst games that I have seen in a very long time. Very long time. And in, in, at a time when he's trying to, and maybe he wasn't like, like directly doing it, but, you know, everybody's kind of talking about the MVP race. In a game where, you know, he probably needed to, to help himself with the MVP race, um, he looked like garbage. He looked like garbage. Meanwhile, there goes Lamar Jackson basically just taking it from him, just snatching it like Debo. You know what I'm saying? It's my back pump. You know what I'm saying? What you got on my 40, home? You know what I'm saying? Snatching it, snatching it from him. Uh, so he had, a, he had a pathetic game, pitiful game, ugly, horrendous, awful game. And I don't know about you, but that leaves a certain taste in your mouth. At least it does for me. And it goes right into my question here. Who do you trust the most on the Buffalo Bills offense? Not named Josh Allen. If you're to take Josh Allen's name out of the picture, because I, 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 I'm pretty sure a large contingency of people would say Josh Allen regardless. So if you take Josh Allen out of the, out of the equation, on offense, who do you trust the most on offense? Who is it? And so I I post I pose this question on Twitter, and uh, I I got I got a a a, a big response, and I wanted I wanted to read some of the responses that I got uh, from Twitter. From Bills Mafia, who um, who chimed in? Let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, where did it go? But you guys drop it in the chat right now. Who do you trust the most on this Bills offense? Not named, not named, Josh Allen. All right, here it is. And so, I mean, it it got over seventeen thousand views and uh, over a hundred. And people actually commented on it. So let me just let me just pull up a couple. Um, let me see here. I have I have a lot of people pulling up Stefan Diggs. Let me see here. 
Uh, let me pull him up. Let me pull him up. Where did he go? Where did he go? I just saw it. Let me read here through these chats. You guys forgive me here. I'm trying to I'm trying to see. I, I saw I saw Diggs. Um okay. Um, so uh on Twitter, T Deal at Teray Deal32 says, in this order, Diggs, Cooks, playoff Lenny, and then Kincaid. Diggs, Cooks, playoff Lenny, Leonard Fournette. And Dalton Kincaid. So he went with so so this so this person went with Stefan Diggs first. So if you are in here and, and you believe that, that Stefan Diggs is who you trust the most on offense, not named Josh Allen, let me know why you feel that way. Why do you trust Stefan Diggs more or the most on offense? So I asked him to explain, and T Deal said this. He said, 14 has proven in big games that he'll come through. Recent struggles do not remove that. Oh, really? Um, and then as it pertains to James Cook, he says, you know, James Cook has been consistent enough this year for that uh, doubt um, for me to be gone. And then playoff Lenny, he says, you know, Super Bowl champ for a reason. Um, and then Dalton Kincaid, uh, most consistent hands outside of Diggs who sees a lot of targets. But as far as, it, as, far as Diggs is concerned, he says Diggs has proven in big games that he'll come through. Recent struggles do not remove that. So I, for one, have a measure of trust for Stefan Diggs, no doubt. But can you really overlook his recent struggles, though? I mean, like, like, can you really overlook it? You know, I mean, something is definitely off, right? Something is definitely off with Diggs. Um, it's hard to pinpoint it, right? It it really is hard to pinpoint it. I mean, when you look at his when you look at his numbers, even though again, every year he's going to do his thing. We already know it: over a thousand yards receiving, um, hundred yards, uh, hundred receptions, um, eight touchdowns. Stephon Diggs is going to do his thing every single year. He has been since he's been with the Buffalo Bills, I and mean, really going all the way back to. His, his, his time in, in Minnesota. However, let me just read this to you, okay? Let me read you some numbers from the previous games, and I'm going, I'm going in the, in from, from the most recent, okay? Yardage total, receiving yard total from Stephon Diggs, your number one alpha dog receiver. You ready? Here it is. 26 yards, 29 yards, 48 yards, 24 yards. 74 yards, 27, 34. That's it. That goes all the way back to the Denver Broncos game. Denver Broncos, three for 34, zero touchdowns. Jets, four for 27, zero touchdowns. Eagles, big game, six for 74, one touchdown. Chiefs, four for 24, zero touchdowns. Char uh, Cowboys, four for 48, zero touchdowns. Chargers, five for 29, zero touchdowns. Patriots, four for 26, zero touchdowns. This is from Stefan Diggs. Mr. I'm him. Now, I'm not saying he ain't. I'm just saying, I mean, 
we have a we 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 have a large sample size of of data suggesting that Stefan Diggs may not be as trustworthy in this offense as we may expect him to be. Now, I mean, I'm not, I mean, you let me know if I'm wrong, right or wrong. You guys let me know. But that's, I mean, I'm just looking at the numbers here. Just the numbers, you know. Uh, I mean, we can go back. The Bengals, he had 86 yards, six for 86. He had one touchdown. But Stephon Diggs hadn't had a 100-yard game since the Giants. Since the Giants. That's Stephon Diggs, man. So, and then on top of that, he's been dropping passes uncharacteristic. Uncharacteristic from Stephon Diggs. And then you couple that with his, and this is probably to me the most, uh, um, I don't know if I would say like damning, but this, this, this would be the most reason for, for pause or for question. And that's his snap count. Stephon Diggs' snap counts, though, man, have hit, they have been decreasing like, oh, man. I don't know if I would say an alarming rate, but I mean, it, it, it's somewhat alarming from your number one. You know what I'm saying? When you look at it, like it's, it's, it's quite puzzling because it really doesn't make any sense. And we're not getting any answers. We're not getting any answers from, I mean, no legitimate answers from, from the coaching staff, you know, Stefan Diggs is not talking to the media right now. So it's like, all right, well, I mean, what do we have to go on? He is for the second straight year. He has, um, he has, uh, for the second straight year, Gabe Davis is out snapped him. Gabe Davis, Mr. Inconsistent. Gabe Davis has out snapped Stefan Diggs two, for two consecutive years. Uh, so, I mean, wh- I mean, wh- wh- where do we go with that? Where do we go with that? If we're looking at, let me see here, snap count summary. Let me just go back to, let's see here. Uh, all right, look here. Last game, 65% snap percentage. Week 16, 60%. Week 15, 46%. Week 14, 79%. All right, it's, it's these these last few weeks have been been kind of weird. They've been I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, we don't know what's going on. We don't know. I mean, can, is is there an undisclosed injury going on with Stefan Diggs to where we just don't know about What is it? What's going on with Stefan? He's calling himself out. You know, he's, he's 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 tapping himself out of the game too at times. You know, and, and crucial moment, third down, he's he's not on the field. So if he's not on the field on the big moments and third downs when I need you, and if you're not on the field and if you're not on the sideline, um, just for a blow, you know what I'm saying? You just need to get your get your oxygen back. Then why ain't you on the field, man? Like what's going on, Steph? You know, and so I don't know. I'm just I'm just bringing this stuff up because I know I'm not the only one that has these questions. I can't be the only one who has these questions. I've seen them floating around social media, like what's going on. Now I'm not gonna sit here and and uh and start saying you know well Diggs doesn't want to be in Buffalo. I'm not going. There. I'm not. I'm not. No, he's 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 already come out and he said, look here, he wants to retire in Buffalo. I'm just saying something is going on, and and it leads me to believe that man. It's either one or two things. Either A, uh, there's an undisclosed injury that's bothering him, has been hampering him, or B, 
30 ain't doing him too well so far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like as soon as he hit 30, boom, it just it, it just hit him. You know, so um we will see. We will see. But um that's and I've seen I've seen a lot of people that best said that you know hey they they trust Stephon Diggs. Who else do you who, who do you trust the most? Who do you trust most, man? Uh let me go through the chat and take some time and and, and see what you guys are saying. Um, yeah, I see uh, Diggs has been dropping. Yeah, Large Mouth says, yo, Diggs has been dropping balls lately. Yeah, no doubt. He certainly has. Uh, let me see here. Who other, who, who, who else on here do you guys trust the most? I see. All right. I see James Cook. All right. Jay says James Cook. Let me see here. I see a Dalton Kincaid in here. If Kelly B says Tyler Bass, give me, <laughs> give me a break. Hello, Tyler Bass. Uh, anyway, so here's here's who I think. There we go. I'm starting to see some more people here. You guys want to know who I think is the most trustworthy player on offense? Not named Steph. I mean, not named Josh Allen for me right now. For me, right now, Hill Slayer says it. It's Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir, for me, is a player on the Bills' offense that I trust the most, not named Josh Allen. Here's why. I know you're like, man, Steph, but Steph, bro, like, it's Steph. Steph, ain't he ain't really been, been doing his thing, okay? Khalil Shakir. For the year, let's just take a look at some numbers here. Khalil Shakir for the year. 33 receptions, 506 yards receiving, two touchdowns, okay? It's admirable, right? Um, 225 yards after the catch. And he has a 6.8 yards after the catch per reception, okay? 6.8 yards after the catch per reception. Okay, but now here's where, to me, it just, it just, it, it just elevates him. It's his catch rate. He has an 84.6% catch percentage. 84.6% catch percentage. <laughs> that brother right there. He has, he's been doing it. He has been doing it. Um, and and when you need, to me, like a, when you're talking about trustworthy, like you got, you can't be dropping passes. You can't be dropping passes. You have to be reliable. When Josh decides to go for you and it's a third down play, yo, I need you to catch that ball. And regardless of what down and distance it is, that's the only way Josh is going to develop more and more trust is if you're catching passes. Stephon Diggs hasn't been catching him a whole lot lately. But Khalil Shakir, 84.6%. Yo, I can't tell you how good of a catch rate that is. That's fantastic. Especially for a young receiver like this. And I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now. Khalil Shakir for the Buffalo Bills is a budding star. 
a budding star. I cannot wait to see um, the Bills use him more. To me, he needs to be used way more than he had been. Way more. If I were to go to, I'm trying to pull up here. I'm, I'm trying to see because I had it. I had it listed. Um, where were his games? I, I, I want to go through the through his his game log through the year. Here we go. All right. So Khalil Shakir's game log. I want to go through his game log. Okay. And in games where he has had over three receptions. Okay, because. Let's just be honest here. Um, Killer Shakir, he hasn't gotten a lot of targets and a lot of receptions in each game, okay, um, throughout the course of the year. So going with the sample size, and I wanted just to at least bump it up to over three receptions. And games where he's gotten at least over three receptions. Here is his catch percentage in those games. Are you ready? 100%. 100%. 60%. 75%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
So you got a guy like that with that kind of size, with that kind of speed, and you see his hands and his catch rate, and you see his yards after the catch. This brother right here needs more touches. He needs more touches. And this is what I think is, is going on. I think this is what's kind of hurting him. Uh, I don't think they really understand truly who they have. Or maybe they do, but I think that they're, I'll say it like this. I think Dawson Knox, when he can, and, and trust me, like, like I like Dawson, I do. But I think I think they're starting to try to force feed this 12 personnel with Dawson Knox a little bit too much for my liking. You know what I'm saying? It's like the offense was clicking when Joe Brady first got, got, got the interim job, and guess who wasn't on the field? Dawson Knox. Who was on the field? Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Khalil Shakir, Dalton Kincaid. And the minute Dawson Knox got back on the field, and I think that the, like that the game leading up to the, the show I had, I was like, man, the only concern I have is that now that Dawson is back, Joe Brady's probably going to force his 12 personnel just to get Dawson back involved in the game plan when the offense has been clicking. And sure enough, it's been like that. It's been like that. But going forward, I don't care about feelings. I don't, I don't care about any of that. You, you need to put your – if you really want to put your best 53 on the, on the field, your best – 53 on the roster, and then you know, uh, your best, your best 11 on the field on offense. It has to. You ha how can you not put Killer Shakir on there? How can you not? To me, he's a guy. He's he's a guy for me. He's a guy for me on offense. Uh, I've seen some talk about Dalton Kincaid. I like Kincaid. Kincaid's been struggling. He's a rookie, but he's been struggling here lately. Um, but I do trust him. James Cook. Um, yeah, I like, I like James Cook a lot. And I think this running game has really been, been, <laughs> been, uh, what's kept these Buffalo Bills, not just in these games here the last, you know, few weeks, but it's really kept their playoff hopes alive. When Josh and the offense has been stalled out, it's been, it's been James Cook in that, in that running game. So yeah, I, I can see an argument for James Cook as well. Uh, but for me, man, it has to be Kilo Shakir. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Now, moving on, though, uh, kind of still in the same vein of thinking here. We're talking about the offense and who we trust most on offense. I think a lot of it boils down to, number one, Josh Allen, right? And number two is Joe Brady. It's Joe Brady. And this is why I want to pose this question to the chat. Has Joe Brady done enough to have that interim tag removed? What do you think Joe Brady has done? Are you content? Are you satisfied with what's been going on and how Joe Brady has done this? Are you willing to, are you ready to say, hey, Let's go ahead and remove that interim tag. He is the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills for the rest of the year. Going forward, why waste any more time? Or are you of the belief that mm, he hasn't done quite enough for me? I need to see more or 
we need to keep this thing open, you know, and there needs to be an exhaustive search in the offseason. Where do you guys land? Where do you guys land in that? Um, I see, I see, uh, see Brian, uh, Brian Lucio comes in. He says, no. Reese says the same thing. No. Cass Scott says, no. So I've got three no's so far. Um, you know, why, why, why do you, why do you feel that way? What has Joe Brady not shown you that makes you feel that way? And what does he need to show you to give you confidence? And if you are the, of the belief where you say, you know what, he's done enough for me, why do you feel, why do you feel that way? Why do you feel that way? For me, um, you, see, you know, when I, was, when I was thinking about this, I'm kind of torn here a little bit. I really am. Uh, because when I look at it, I'm like, he was put in between a rock and a hard place. Anytime, anytime you make a, anytime a head coach makes a, a coaching decision like this, or, or if the organization makes a, a coaching move in season, that interim is put in a terrible position. Now, it's a great opportunity for them, right? But it's tough. And here's why it's tough. Specifically for the Buffalo Bills, Joe Brady is dealing with a team with high expectations, incredibly high expectations in the Buffalo Bills. They have Super Bowl aspirations. They are playing for their playoff lives. At that point in time, the Bills were like on the outside looking in. Trouble in paradise. Panic button time for the Buffalo Bills. Is it possible that the Buffalo Bills will miss out on the postseason after that Broncos game? It was bad. You guys remember it. And so here comes Sean McDermott feeling the heat on his own seat, no doubt. Don't let him fool you. He goes to he goes to Joe Brady. I mean, not Joe Brady. Ken Dorsey gets fired. All right. He's seen enough. Ken Dorsey. Um, to me, a little too late for me. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Gets rid of Ken Dorsey. Goes to Joe Brady, the quarterback coach, who's been the quarterback coach for, for um, a year now, a year and a half. He says, you're it. I'm tagging you in. You are the interim offensive coordinator. Young guy. Joe Brady, a guy who, at his previous stop in Carolina as offensive coordinator, was fired. Was fired as the offensive coordinator in Carolina. Before then, was the uh, I think was the passing game coordinator uh, for the LSU Tigers uh, when they in that year when they won the the national championship with Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and all those boys. After one year, boom, he gets the OC job in Carolina. So, little of it, little experience, right? But needless to say, here he is with the job, keys to fix the offense. Sean McDermott's like, hands off. I can't fix this thing. I'm a defensive guy. I'm going to go to the defensive room, call up a game plan. I'm playing defensive coordinator here. Um, Joe Brady, here are the keys. Figure it out. You fix it. Dig us out of this hole. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. And Joe Brady, credit to him, he handled it. 
He went in and he did what he had to do. He comes out. He seems to find uh, uh, something different in this Bills offense, and he's able to get them to turn around. He's able to get Josh Allen turned around, which is the number one thing you have to do on offense because Josh hasn't been himself all year up to that point. He manages to find the key to unlock Josh Allen and though, and at that time. And the offense is looking good. The Jets, even the Eagles, looking good, right? Then all of a sudden, uh, the Chargers game looks bad. People chalk it up, eh, possible trap game. Um, Chargers had a lot of, you know, a lot of motivation. They just fired their head coach, so they got so they're getting that extra juice. Bills are traveling cross country, short trip, whatever. I'm not making no excuses, you know what I'm saying? But that, but you, you're like, okay, well, we'll give you a mulligan. They go back home against the New England Patriots in an opportunity to avenge that terrible. Week seven loss, and the offense sputters again. But this time, is I mean, I don't necessarily – Joe Brady's at fault too, but Josh looked atrocious in that game. So now we got back-to-back games where the offense has been out of sync, looking bad. Um, nobody's really stepping up. Diggs is miss he's, – he, he's, he's hit or miss. Uh, Kincaid is dropping passes. Diggs is dropping passes. Gabe Davis is, is – is, is 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 up or down? It's like what's going on with this Bills offense? Here we are again. Here we are again. What's going on? But they squeak out a win. But this is where I think, um, I feel for 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 Joe, and this is where I think that Joe Brady, to me, is worthy enough to be the offensive coordinator. For one, well, for two. Joe Brady is doing the best he can with somebody else's offense. Let's just be real. He is not calling his own offense. What we see is Ken Dorsey's offense. This is not Joe Brady's offense. So he's having to take another man's stuff and try to, and try to fix it as best as he can. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, it's like you're trying to, <laughs> it's like you're trying to uh, uh, bake a cake. You know what I'm saying? And somebody else, you know, came in and they got their they got their recipe, you know what I'm saying? But their recipe ain't working. And and they leave and they're like, here, fix it. And and, and you're trying to fix it. And you're like, man, yo, but this ain't you know, you're like, hey, you, you gotta you gotta use this guy's ingredients. And he's like, man, but these ingredients are these ingredients are whack. You know what I'm saying? How am I supposed to fix this and bake it and bake this cake? I mean, this guy's ingredients are terrible. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, I'm trying to do the best I can with what I have. And this is it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that's where that's where Joe Brady's at right now. He's doing the best he can with another man's terrible offense. In my humble opinion, Ken Dorsey's offense was bad. It was predictable. It was basic. It was it was bad. And here's Joe Brady trying his best to do it. And now he came out of the gates on fire. The first what few games they got the run game going. The scheme looked completely different on the run game. Offense was clicking. Now, all of a sudden, the question is, have teams begun to figure them out? Has Joe Brady 
maxed out Ken Dorsey's offense. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the offense. I, I don't know. But that's a question because two straight weeks, it's, it's not looking good. It really hasn't. And so I'm like, man, this is a bad time for y'all to be looking bad. I need y'all to get it together right now because tomorrow you better you better bring it. And then you got the playoffs, right? You know what I'm saying? If you guys make it, you got to figure something out. It's a tough place to be for Joe Brady. Tough position to be in. Tough position. And that's why I look, I, I think Joe Brady, if you give him an entire offseason where he's able to to install his entire his own offense in his own image. Has a say in personnel. This is who I want. This is what I need to, to for this offense to go. I think we could be seeing a completely different offense. And um looking at kind of you know where he's come from, he came from Sean Payton, offensive assistant, the New Orleans Saints before he went to LSU. We know that offense. That right there was an offense. I think, I'm telling you, I think the offense is going to look completely different next year. Now, that doesn't do anything for the Bills right now, but that's that, That's why I think Joe Brady, to me, he's done enough, man, because he was put in a bad spot, and, and he basically was able to fix the offense enough to climb the Bills out of their hole that they dug themselves in, that, that Ken Dorsey dug themselves in, and Josh Allen's helped too. Dug himself, he's able to dig them out and put them in this position where tomorrow they have a chance, if they win, to secure the number two seed in the AFC. Who would have thought that would have been the case or would have even been possible? Right? But Joe Brady deserves a lot of credit for that. He really does. The way he turned that offense around, he deserves a ton of credit. I'm confident, man. I'm 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 willing to 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 put it on my mama, baby. Joe Brady needs to be the offensive coordinator going forward. No doubt. And here also, here is here is another thing. Just let me throw this out. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Out there. Suppose 
suppose um, the Bills get in the playoffs, they go far in the playoffs. Let's just even go as far as to say the Bills win the Super Bowl, okay? Now, you have to believe that if that happens, or even if the Bills win a couple of playoff games, you have to believe that Sean McDermott will go ahead and um, offer him the position. However, it's not going to be that easy, in my opinion, because you have to figure a guy like Joe Brady has put a resume together. How many games, right? Plus playoffs, if they're able to get in there and get far in the playoffs. He's put a resume together with somebody else's offense. You cannot tell me that he will not get any head coaching um, looks. In a league right now where it's all about the hottest offensive coordinator getting looks, don't forget Joe Brady got a look for head coach um, a few years back. So if a team decides to pull him for an interview for their head coaching job, you know what I'm saying? Like the Bills could be in trouble. All it takes is one team. All it takes is one team. You let the Chargers, I doubt they'll do it, but you let a team like the Chargers call Joe Brady and say, hey, man, we want to interview for the head coaching job. You think Joe Brady's going to think he'll turn it down? Like, no, nah, I'm good in Buffalo with, with Josh Allen as the offensive coordinator. You think he's going to turn that down? No way. No way. I'm saying so you have to factor that in too. Anyway, if the Bills lose on, if the Bills lose Joe Brady, they are going to be in trouble. And that's a whole other conversation because then we have to talk about, well, what offensive coordinator candidates can the Bills bring in? Um, because these offensive coordinators, these top dogs, they're not going, they're not going for lateral jobs. They're being hired to be head coaches. So now the other question is, well, wait a minute. If these top offensive coordinators um are not taking lateral jobs because they're getting scooped up to be head coaches, then what type of offensive coordinator am I gonna get? Another first-year offensive coordinator? Another guy that, that we have to groom to grow with Josh Allen who's in the prime of his career? Or do we need to start talking about, man, do the Buffalo Bills need to make decisions and changes at head coach? But that is not for today. That is for another day, ladies and gentlemen. We are an hour in the books right now. Shout out to everybody who's been watching me live. Do me this favor, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter or X, Twitch, wherever, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, go to supportbf.com if you haven't already done so. Um, but we are up against a break. This is a little break right now. And coming back from the break, we are going to dive into Bill's Dolphins preview. We're going to talk about what Bill's offense is going to show up tomorrow. We're going to talk about some tidbits um, in the game. Who will be the Bills' unsung hero? We got a segment, Put Up or Shut Up, on oh, my mama. You already know. But until then, baby, don't go anywhere. Stay right here. Keep it locked on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Let's hear a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Let's go. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest-growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. 
So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Welcome back, Buffalo Fanatics. Welcome back, Bills Mafia. It's your man, Rev. Do me this favor. If you're just now tuning in, smash that like, hit the subscribe button, go to supportbf.com and follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're talking now, Bills, Dolphins, preview. Before I get into that, let me go Let me go to some super chats. I got a super chat coming in. Uh, Double X True to Guns comes in with a super chat. I appreciate it. He says, yo, or she, we don't win. We don't deserve to get in. Simple. Oh, my gosh. Ah, that's a good question. Let's, let's, let's just talk about that for a second. If the Bills don't win tomorrow and they end up needing help and they actually get the help with the loss, do you feel as though the Bills don't deserve to get in? Do you agree with True to Guns? Um, I can understand where you're coming from. I really can. Because the Bills, they have to handle their own business, right? They got to handle business. But at the end of the day, I don't know too many Bills fans um, that will say, if the Bills lose tomorrow, but they get help and they still manage to get in, let they say, you know what, man, forget it. I'm not watching. The Bills don't deserve to be in. I'm not watching the playoffs because the Bills don't deserve to get in. <laughs> At that point, I don't even care. I, I, I don't even care. I don't care. And we'll know that beforehand anyway, before I mean, going to the game, whether or not the Bills need help or not. If they get the help and they still lose, the, the Bills are in. Okay? They're in. We enjoy it. We get to see Miami again the following week. You know what I'm saying? And so – I think that it's it's it it is what it is. We never know the path to the Super Bowl. We 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 just don't know, man. We don't we don't know what it will take. And again, and imagine, imagine the Bills get help before the game starts, to where tomorrow's game really has no bearings on whether or not the Bills make it to the playoffs or not. They already secured their spot. At least at the at the very least, they got the seventh seed and they go to Miami the following week. Suppose that happens. The Bills go into Miami wild card round and they win. Are you still talking about the Bills don't deserve it to be in the playoffs? Divisional round. Okay. Divisional round. Let's say the Bills get matched up against the, I don't know, the Jags or or or, or the Chiefs. Or I, I don't care. You you name it. Divisional round game on the road. Bills win. Are you still saying, man? The Bills don't deserve to be in the playoffs because they didn't handle business in week 18 against the Dolphins. The Bills AFC Championship game against whoever. Let's just assume that they're in Baltimore. Okay. Win. Go to the Super Bowl. Are you still going to be talking about, yeah, but the Bills don't really deserve to be in the Super Bowl because they didn't take care of business in week 18 and they needed help? No, you ain't talking like that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to believe that. You're not going to say none of that stuff. 
At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just get in and win. I don't care how you get in the dang on thing. I don't care how you get in. Just get in. If you need help, so be it. Who cares? That's the playoffs. That's the beauty of the playoffs. The postseason. There's always a team that needs help. There's always a team that needs help. You don't want the Bills to need help. You don't want the Bills to rely on help. You want them to handle their own business. You know what I'm saying? Right? But, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. They got it. If they need help and they get the help they need and they and they lose tomorrow, I don't care. They're in the they're in the playoffs. They're in. They're in. That's all that matters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I don't mean to go off on you like that, shoot the guns. That's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying that you just don't know how these things are going to transpire. We don't know. We don't. We don't know what the path is going to look like. Maybe the Bills' path is 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 a path of adversity. Where it's it's I mean, because we could already see it right now. Like that, like so far, I mean, the Bills have been 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 hit with so much adversity, a lot of it to their own fault, right? This year, but nobody thought that the Bills would be in this position right now, right? Adversity after adversity after adversity, losing guys to injuries. Trey White goes down. Matt Milano goes down. Daquan Jones gets goes missing. There's like no, we didn't we did not see that coming at all. Bills fire Ken Dorsey, right? Interim, interim OC, a lot of heat on Sean McDermott. But Bills need to go on a ridiculous run just to get themselves in position. They cannot lose another game, and they do it. Adversity. Do you know what this lets me know? That this team is resilient. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they dug themselves in a hole. Yeah, they did a lot of this stuff on their own, but they still are, are able, they're capable of digging themselves out of it. They are a resilient group, resilient team. They've been through the fire. They know what it takes. That's why they're here right now, because they understand what it takes. They've been there and done it. Granted, under different circumstances, but they still have done it. So at this point, I don't care. We'll talk about all that stuff in the offseason. You know what I'm saying? We'll start pointing fingers and, and what these, how they deserve this. We'll do all that in the offseason. For now, let's just enjoy it. Just enjoy the moment. This is where we are. This is where the Bills are. They have the AFC East in their hands right now. It's right there in front of them tomorrow. It's in, it's, it's in front of them. And they will have already, but because of the schedule makers, they would have already known their fate by game time. Whether or not they technically need to win to get in or not. So it doesn't matter to me. Just get in, you know. And like, and like my man Dan Mitchell says, yo, this 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 could be the greatest story ever told. You know what I'm saying? The greatest story ever told. Can you imagine if the Bills, under these circumstances, go all the way and they win? Oh my gosh! Just think about it. First of all, think about all the hate. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be terrible. Okay. I'm going to pull out receipts. I'm going to be insufferable if that happens, you know. But everybody's going to talk. And, and, and we can all, we already know that the, if the Bills were to win it all, let's just say hypothetically the Bills won it all under these circumstances, we already know they're not going to give the Bills their credit. They're not going to give them the credit. They're going to say, oh, this is the worst team to win the Super Bowl ever. I don't care. We got that ring, baby. That's all that matters. Hang the banner up. Super Bowl party in Buffalo. You better believe I'm going to be there. I don't care. Just get in. 
we'll, we'll, we'll sort all the other stuff out in the offseason. But anyway, uh, yeah, the real one says, yo, I'm going to be petty, bro. The real one says, yo, I'm going to be petty. Oh, you already know it. You already know it. Super petty. But the Bills, we can't look too far, right? We're in week 18. We got to handle the Dolphins. That's as far as we can look right now. And when it comes to this Dolphins game, what Bills offense is going to show up? That's the question I'm posing to you all in the chat right now. What Bills offense is going to show up tomorrow? Do you, I mean, are we going to get, you know, the, the same offense that we've, that we've seen in the last couple of weeks? Or do you think this is the time when Josh Allen goes nuclear? When the offense goes nuclear? Now, how, 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 do y'all, how do y'all feel? Like, I, I, want, I want to be, I want to be like, 100% confident that the Bills offense is going to go in there and just wax that tail. But a part of me is like, mm. uh, man, I just don't know. I just don't fully know. Now, if you were to ask me, you know, my, my confidence level, I, 90% chance the Bills offense shows up. Nine, I, I got a 90% chance. Kim Bed says, yo, Winter Soldier is coming. You better believe it. Winter Soldier is coming. Facts. Like, the Dolphins really don't want to see John. They, they really don't want to see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they act like they're talking a, a big game. They're talking a lot. But uh, they really don't want to see Josh Allen going to that Go into that phone booth and come out. The Winter Soldier. Uh, yo, oh, hold on a second. I want to share this. I'm just now catching this here on Twitter. Let me see. I'm, I'm going to share my screen. Because this goes back to the whole, uh, like, Bill's Mafia and where the Mafia is. And, 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 and uh, you know, like, hey, are they showing up? This right here is from a girl, Sarah Larson. Shout out to Sarah Larson. Look at Bill's Mafia, baby. Look at the Mafia, baby. Look at that. Let's get it popping, baby. Come on. Come on, man. Yo. Oh, bro, you know it's lit. You know that is lit. And this is outside, she says. No one is here. Hey. Y'all about to fire me up, man. Y'all about to fire. Y'all about to fire me up. Come on, Mafia. Come on, Mafia. The best fan base hands down in the National Football League, no doubt. Been in pro sports, it's the Bills Mafia. Smash that like for Buffalo Fanatics. Smash that like for y'all, the Bills Mafia. And drop some fire emojis right now because I'm fired up. That fired me up right there. I was I, I was calling cap on the contingency. I was like, yo, Bill, this is going to be a big contingency of the Mafia, but are they gonna really going to take over? That right there fired me up, yo. 
that got me so fired up. That got yo, that got, I'm hot right now. Like hot. In this hoodie, I'm hot. Yo, I loved it, man. Oh, I loved it. Every to whoever is out there right now, Bills Mafia, man. If y'all out there in Miami, you're about to go to the game, you're hanging out right now, enjoying the festivities. Look, yo, be loud. Take over Hard Rock Stadium. Take over. Take over that thing, man. And speaking of which, this is another reason why, yo, Bills Mafia and the Buffalo Bills, yo, they need to look. look they need to show up and show out this game. Didn't y'all see this? Did y'all see this? Let me share my screen again. I want to show y'all this because there's some stuff that's floating around. And uh, if you're talking about bulletin board material, because you know these players look for it. You know they look for that bulletin board material. They look for any type of edge they can get, right? And uh, here's an edge right here. Here's an edge. Hold on a second. Let me, let me pull it up. Gosh dang it, where'd it go? I done pulled myself up out of my... Hold on a second. Y'all bear with me. Y'all bear with me. Bro, why, why is it tripping? Here we go. All right. Check this out. So let me start this thing over again. I need to know. You guys let me know if you can see it in the chat. All right. Did y'all see this? I know y'all had to have seen this. So now people are saying this is this is in Fort in Fort Lauderdale, I think. Um, not really in Miami, but this is, I think, the, the Hard Rock um hotel, I think. Check this out. Did y'all see this? Let me press play. Hold on. Press play, Ray. We can see it. All right, I got you. Here you go. Look at that. Did y'all see that? So here we have, and it looks like it's 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 the Hard Rock Hotel. I don't know, or casino. You guys let me know. But uh, they put out a graphic that said, and Rosa says, Fins win AFC East champs. Fins win AFC East champs. That is nuts. Now, I get it. You know, people are like, yo, that's just them trying to test out their stuff, whatever. I get it. No doubt. I get it. Okay. But. Players are looking for that edge. They are looking for that edge. You know what I'm saying? Big E, the, the person who, who put this out, Big E, um, at Ian693 says, yo, the script has been leaked. All right. Miami Dolphins fan, of course, would say something like this. But as it pertains to players, players looking for that edge, look at who, quote, tweeted this. All right. Look at who, quote, tweeted it. Let me pull it up. Uh-oh, hold on a second. Look at that. Our very own Rachel Bush. So Rachel Bush quote tweets it. She just says TF. And you already know what that means. You know what I'm saying? And she is, in case y'all don't know who that is, that's Jordan Poirier's wife. Okay? So, so she quotes, tweets it, TF. And you know, you know, any good woman, any good woman, she's showing her husband. She's like, yo. Jordan, hey baby, look, did you see this? And and Jordan's like, yo, what you talking about? Yo, did I see what? What's up? What's up? 
she sends it to, she shows him she's like check this out and he's looking at it and he's like what the he's like what are you serious and he's like oh no bro. oh no oh no i i i bet i bet and you know jordan jordan scene he's going back he's 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 taking it back to his teammates the defense he's like yo he's sending it to him in the group text he's sending it to him in the uh in in the in the meeting rooms and all that kind of stuff, you know, the players meetings, uh, the the team meetings, they probably blowing that thing up in the players meetings and all that. Here's what the Miami Dolphins are doing. Here's what they're doing, and of course it's that the literal Miami Dolphins, but they still trying to get that edge. You know what I'm saying? Here's what they're doing out there in Miami. They are already saying they win the East. What you say about it? So you know, you know it's on. You know it's on. And like the real one says, I agree, man. Oh, I agree. No mercy tomorrow. Absolutely no mercy tomorrow. None. None. There's no way the Bills didn't see that. There's absolutely, there's no way the Buffalo Bills didn't see that. They saw that. They saw that, Jack. And that's probably been shown in their meetings. They getting juiced up, fired up. And then tomorrow they got to get ready. Look. Look. Oh, and then on top of that, on top of that, on top of all that, so you got the you got these Miami Dolphins fans talking crazy trash, okay, crazy trash. Then you've got that going on in Miami right there, right, with the whole you know Miami wins the AFC East, you know the, the AFC East champs. Meanwhile, the Buffalo Bills. They're getting healthy. They're healthy as, as ever right now. Okay. They're as healthy as ever. And uh <laughs> on top of that, my man, playoff Lenny, baby. Playoff Lenny is activated. He has been elevated for tomorrow's game. So now we got playoff Lenny coming through. You know. It is about to be a drubbing. It is about to go down. This brother right here coming through. Look at that, man. Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny. Oh, he's ready. He's coming. He is coming. And I don't really care if the Dolphins get Jalen Waddle back or Raheem. I don't care because check this out. 48 to 20. Y'all remember that? 48 to 20 against a team that had them that had those players. We 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 beat the snot out of them at a basically full strength team. Minus Jalen Ramsey, I get it, of course. Right. So now they hobbled. These guys are hobbled. They're injured. They're trying to make it. They're going to see if they can go through tomorrow. It depends on what happens throughout the rest of the game tomorrow. They're going to find out. They're going to see. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't care if you I don't care if they bring Jalen Waddle hobbling a one. I don't care who they bring on that field tomorrow. Hard Rock Stadium. Your Buffalo Bills are going to beat the ever living bloop, 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 beep out of these dolphins. They about to beat the snot out of them. I'm telling you right now, man. 
Oh, yeah, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. Where was I going with all this? <laughs> Where was I going? Okay, here we go. So now, specific to this matchup, <laughs> okay, let's talk about some tidbits here in this, in this game. Let's talk about some tidbits in this game. Um, I believe the Buffalo Bills can exploit the Miami Dolphins' pass defense. They can exploit it. And here's why I believe that. Because when I look at the numbers, um, this is put out by Rotowire. The uh, the Dolphins' numbers, where'd, where'd it go? Tell me it didn't go away. Here we go. This is why the pass defense, I think the Bills can exploit big time. And I don't even care. All right. So now, let's look at this. QB rating against. This is for the Miami Dolphins defense, these players. All right. Andrew Van Ginkle, very good linebacker. QB rating against 25.4. Okay. Jalen Ramsey, 25.7. All right. So we're probably going to have to stay away from Jalen. Okay. But here's these other players. Check this out. It gets worse. If they bring up Jerome Baker, linebacker, 67.3 QB rating, QB rating against. They have no Xavier Howard. But now look at this. Eli Apple, 74. All right? And it gets worse. Nick Needham, cornerback, 83.6 QB rating against. Cater Kohu, their cornerback. Remember that guy? Yeah. Awful. <laughs> Awful. 127.7 QB rating against. The safety, Deshaun Elliott, 132.9. It's bad. Okay? It's bad. Minus Jalen Ramsey, it's bad. So the Bills can feast tomorrow. They can feast, absolutely feast in the passing game tomorrow. If Josh Allen brings his A game, you know what I'm saying? If Josh Allen brings it, Winter Soldier is unlocked tomorrow, you better believe it. These They are going to light these boys on fire. On fire. They can absolutely take advantage of that pass defense. 100%. Now, for the Buffalo Bills, defensively for the Bills, look, and we can talk about it right now. Um, no, ma matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm going to ask this question. Who do you believe will be the unsung hero tomorrow? Who is going to be the unsung hero in this game? Whether it's on the Bills offense or the Bills defense, special teams. Who's the unsung hero? For me, I believe the unsung hero to me is going to be Khalil Shakir. Because when I, when I, when I look at that, at those past defensive stats uh, for, for the uh, Miami Dolphins, and I look at those, those, those matchups, the Bills can exploit that in the slot. They can exploit that all day long. And if they put Khalil Shakir right there, he can, he can, have, he can feast tomorrow. So even if Jalen Ramsey is able to, to, uh, to shut Diggs down, I believe that the middle of the field is going to be open. And that's Khalil Shakir, and that's Dalton Kincaid. 
and even throwing a little bit of Dawson Knox inside. That's the, I, I believe, and even James Cook. Feasting on these linebackers and feasting on Nick Needham and Cater Kahu, all that, Khalil Shakir, I think, is going to have a monster game. Monster game. That's who my unsung hero of the game is going to be. Walter S. says, yo, it's, it's Epinesa. Epinesa. AJ Epinesa. Yo, AJ Epinesa, man. Yo, that guy, he has earned himself a, a, a pretty decent contract, man, uh, for the Buffalo Bills coming back next year. Him on that, on that, on that edge, yo, he has just been, he, he's, he's been balling out all year. Been balling out. And you know that if the Buffalo Bills are able to get Tua's first read out off, and Tua cannot find his first read and he has to go to his secondary reads, it's lights out. It is lights out because to, he can't do nothing after that. We show we got the script. We saw what they did last. We saw we saw what we could do with them last last matchup. Ain't nothing really gonna change. They, I mean, they, what I mean, what can they do with the hobbled Jalen Waddle? You know what I'm saying? They may try to get the tight end involved, maybe. Run game with that with, with with Devon A. Chan. We can shut that down. But if most of ain't playing, come on, come on now, like. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, really? I think I think the Bills, man, it, especially with their backs on, against the wall, especially with their backs against the wall, the Bills are going to come out on fire. On fire. But I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I did not ask you this question right here, Bills Mafia, for tomorrow's game. Bills Dolphins. AFC East on the line. Who needs to put up and shut up? Who needs to put up or shut up? In this game, who do you need to see put up or shut up in this game? Bills Mafia, let me know what you think. Drop it in the chat right now, but I'm going to beat y'all already because I'm telling you right now, I need to see him. I need, we've all been looking for him. Where is he at? Where's he been? Huh? Where's he been? I need him. I need him. It's Stephon Diggs, baby. Stephon Diggs needs to put up or shut up. I believe he's probably been on Rico's milk carton. But I need Diggs to show up, man. I need him to show up. He, he is Mr. Himothy. I'm him. Well, I need you to be him tomorrow because you ain't been him for the past several weeks. And I love you, but we need Diggs on fire. We need it, especially, man, like to build that momentum and that confidence going into the postseason. We need Stephon Diggs to have a monster game. Namdi says Diggs. Kim Bet says Diggs. Laura says Diggs. DeCarion says Diggs. Look at these Stephon, Michael, Stephon Diggs. It is Diggs. We need it from him. Man, I don't care if it's Jalen. I don't care if you own Jalen Ramsey or not. I don't care. I do not care. We've seen Diggs beat Ramsey before. It ain't really, it ain't no, no surprise. We've seen it happen before. And this is where it's going to come down to Joe Brady and Josh Allen. They have to be intentional with getting Diggs involved early and often. He is your best weapon on offense. 
I know I said earlier that he is that, that I don't trust him as much as I do Khalil Shakir because I haven't and I and I really don't right now. But that doesn't mean he's not your best weapon outside of Josh Allen. You've got to get him involved some way, somehow, some shape, some form. Get him involved, but not, but not that wide receiver screen. Knock that out. Get that out of there. Don't use him in a screen game. He, that's not him. Put some crossers, some quick slants. Get that brother involved early. I don't care if you got to get him out of the backfield. You know what I'm saying? And running around out of the backfield. Do, be creative, but you got to get your number one involved. And I believe that Stephon's going to do it. I do. Because we don't know, and, and I, I don't know, maybe Vic Fangio's going to do something different. But I don't know if Jalen Ramsey's going to travel. If he does not travel, you put that brother in the slot, move him around, and it's feast all day long. Stephon Diggs needs to put up or shut up for me. Now, who else? I've seen some people talking about Gabe. Uh, yeah, G Gabe, is, G Gabe has been on my put up a shut up list, man, for, for several weeks. Several weeks, okay? Um, could this be a game in which, in which he, uh, he shows up? Yeah, I do. Let me, let me pull up. Let me, let me pull something up. This is Gabe. This is what frustrates me about Gabe. All right. Um, Gabe Davis. If I told you that Gabe Davis had 45 receptions for 746 yards receiving and seven touchdowns, would you believe it? The answer is probably a heck to the no. You wouldn't believe it. But Gabe Davis is a uh, he's he's almost shy of 50 800 uh, yards receiving. 800 yards receiving. It will, it will it, 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 if he gets to 800 in the regular season, it would it would be his second highest receiving yard total of his career. Last year he had 836. But his touchdowns, though, he's already tied his touchdowns. Seven. So when you look at Gabe, he always ends up getting his numbers. But they don't come easy. They're ugly. They're hit or miss. Against New England, where was he? Nowhere. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Three targets, two receptions for 21 yards. But then you go back to the Chargers game, and he freaking blew up in L.A. before Christmas. Thanks for that Christmas gift. I appreciate it. Four for 130 and, and, and one touchdown. But, like, that's what I need from my number two. Whenever your number one is off, I don't care what the matchup is. If the number one is off, and, he, and even if he's drawing coverage, you have to show up, man. I need Gabe getting 50 to 75 yards every game, almost. Almost, man. I need, I need that. But he gets put on the put-up or shut-up because he's so inconsistent. But we'll see tomorrow. What about the defensive side of the ball? Is there anybody on defense that you believe needs to put up or shut up? Hmm. Defensively. Who do you think needs to put up or shut up? I mean, I, we, all, we all would agree that it's Vaughn Miller, but Vaughn Miller's probably not going to be activated. 
they're probably going to shut him down the rest of the year. He's probably not going to see a game. <laughs> you know, if, if if the Bills make the playoffs, he probably get in there here or here or there. But outside of that, psh, he's not, you know what I'm saying? Like Dagum says, yo, Miller. Nambi says Poyer. Kimbet says Hyde. Mike Hyde, Jordan Poyer. How about both of them? Uh, hmm. Let me think about it. On defense, man, these like they've been on fire. But you but you know there's there's one thing that I want to see. Um in the secondary. But that's really from the safety position. You know, I, I want to see more impact plays from the safety position. And that's from both Micah Hyde and Jordan Porter. Like, I, I want to see more impact plays from these guys. I get it. They're in the tail end of their careers right now. But man, oh man, wouldn't it be nice if we got, if tomorrow, man, like Tua gifted us a couple of INTs going to either Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be tremendous? That's, oh man. I would, I would absolutely love it. I would love it. So, that's what I want to see. Give me either one of those guys, Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde, but probably, <clears throat> excuse me, in this game, especially if if Jalen Waddle plays, because Jalen Waddle has really been the guy on that offense. Like lately, I mean, the Bills have been able to 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 take out Tyreek Hill for the most part, but it's Jalen Waddle's been that zone beater lately. He's always been the guy that 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 can kind of get behind the defense and sit in these zones when the Bills focus on Tyreek Hill. That's why I need my safeties to come up, man. And, and granted, I know that they're going to be zoned in on, on Tyreek Hill. But uh, I need to shut him out, man. But I, I want to see I want to see these safeties, man. Let me get a pick from Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? All right, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Guess what time it is? Guess what time it is? Um, this is the time when you all get to talk about your hot takes and put it and put it and put it on. on. On my mama, I put that on my mama. On my mama, ladies and gentlemen, on my mama. This is the time right now. We are at the tail end of this show. Shout out to you for being here with me. I appreciate it. But oh my mama, what is your hot take? Drop it in the chat right now. I want to see it, and I'm going to read them live. What's going to happen tomorrow? How y'all feeling about this game? What's going to happen? Huh? Oh my mama, what? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so good. I may drop two or three, but I'll go first. To give y'all time to get it to get it going. I'll go first. And this is the piggyback right off of what I just said as far as Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde is concerned. On my mama. Tomorrow, AFC East title on the line. Bills backed up against the wall in Miami. Bills Mafia contingent hard and strong. You will see an interception by both. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde in the game 
and one of them will seal the win. No, they ain't going to seal the win because the Bills going to be smashing that tail anyway. But we're going to see a t- an interception apiece by both Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. And that's on my mama, baby. Let's get it popping. Now, that's one. And as I get continue to read y'all's all my mama takes, I'm going to be thinking of some other ones too. No doubt. Uh, let me see here. LXB. LXB says, your on my mama tool will get sacked five times. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Hill Slayer. I'm assuming this is on my mama take. Hill Slayer says, yo, Bill's hot first half. I get up, let Miami back in and squeak out a dub. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Let's not have that happen, okay? Nerves is going to be on, on, on sky high already. We can't have that. We just can't have it. Uh, Michael Carson. Oh, I like this one. Michael Carson says, yo, Josh Allen receiving tutty incoming. Man, when was the last time we had a Josh Allen receiving touchdown? Was that the... Was that the... Uh, what game was that? Sure, that wasn't the Texans playoff game. When was the last time that I don't know? That's a good question. Y'all, y'all find that, figure that out and drop it in the chat. When was the last time Josh Allen had a receiving touchdown? Okay, let me see here. <laughs> Andrew says, yo, on my mom, I'm gonna have a heart attack during this game. Well, I hope not, Andrew. I hope not. Okay. I hope, I hope not. Let's hope the Bills handle business early, and then we can relax. We can relax. The Bills put it out of reach by the second half, sometime in the third quarter, and then we see the other Allen coming on the field. That's what I hope happens, all right? Alpha Rob says, yo, on my mama, Davis, Gabe Davis, 115 yards receiving the two touchdowns on my mama. I would love that, man. Uh, Sarah... Sarah says, yo, Miami's going to try to run on us more than pass. I can see that happening, Sarah. Especially, I mean, if Jalen Waddle is, is not playing, they, they have no choice. They're going to have to establish the run. They're going to have to try to do that to get Tyreek free. And that, that only makes sense because so much attention is going to go to Tyreek Hill anyway. And if they're able to establish that run, and then Bills have to drop somebody in the, in the box to – to stop the run game, then there goes Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? So I can see that happening. I can see them trying to do it. I just don't think they'll be successful at it. Especially if the Bills get up to an early lead and they start they start getting that lead. Miami won't run it that much. Laura comes in. Laura says, yo, on my mama, the defense gets three picks with one or six. Oh, man, I love it. It's just like last week. Back to back, baby. Back to back. Uh, let me see here. Nope. Nope. Dagum says, yo, the Bills win in overtime and I make a trip to the ER. We're not having that. <laughs> okay? That is not happening. Here we go. Michael comes in. Michael Williams says, yo, Josh Allen on my mama will have five total touchdowns. Three passing, two rushing for the win. AFC East champs, baby. And and I'll and I'll add one on top of that. 
Not only is he going to get two rushing touchdowns, okay, but Josh Allen is going to win the rushing, the regular season rushing touchdown uh, 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 award. Because right now, I think he and Jalen Hurts are tied at 15. Josh Allen's going to win that thing tomorrow, too. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to force people to look at him for the MVP, even though we know they're going to pick Lamar Jackson anyway. And he's going to go on a tear in the playoffs and say, here's your MVP. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right, here we go. Josh Richardson. On my mama, Josh Allen will have 350 yards of five total touchdowns on my mama. I love it. I love it. Javon says, yo, on my mama, Josh Allen has the best game of his career. But what does that look like specifically, Javon? Give it to me. Luis says, yo, on my mama, Cook rushes the ball for 150 yards on my mama. 150 yards on the ground. <laughs> Boy, that'd be amazing. Yo, Namdi with the jokes. Is it your digs with a touchdown on my mama? <laughs> Why you a fool? <laughs> you are a fool. Mr. L. Trail says, yo, one pass deep to Stephon Diggs with a touchdown. Now, I can get with that. And put it over Jalen Ramsey. See, that's what it, see, that's how you juice up your on my mama. One touchdown pass deep to Stephon Diggs over Jalen Ramsey. On oh, my mama, baby, says Mr. L. Trip. That's it. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, okay, Dominique says, y'all, on my mama, you're going to see Reek very frustrated with Tua and will be in headlines Monday morning. Is Tyreek ready to move on from Tua? <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me see if I can give you one more on my mama take. My first one was Jordan Poirier and Micah High will both have an interception. But I feel like I need to spice that thing up a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So, on my mama, Stephon Diggs is going to go off tomorrow. He is going to have three touchdowns tomorrow. A buck 20 in the air. But I ain't done yet. Khalil Shakir is going to have himself a day two with two touchdowns and 100 yards receiving. So you're going to have two 100-yard receivers tomorrow with multiple touchdowns. Five total touchdowns between Stephon Diggs and Kilo Shakir. And that's on my mama, baby. Let's get it, baby. Oh, I'm so excited. I am so excited, y'all. Shout out to the mafia. Shout out to everybody in here right now. And you already know what time it is right now, baby. Guess what? Guess what time it is? Score prediction time. Score prediction time. As we are heading out of this show. Drop your score predictions right now in the chat. 
What are you feeling? What can we see? What do you foresee happening tomorrow in Miami? Bills with a big win, close win, overtime win, Bills loss. What do y'all see? Drop it right now, baby. Yo, El Trail says, yo, Josh Allen with 600 yards passing. Oh, my gosh. If Josh Allen tomorrow ends up with 600 yards passing, over 500, over five touchdowns, like let's say he gets five total touchdowns, I mean five passing touchdowns, give him, you know, one rushing touchdown, he's snatching that MVP away from away from Lamar Jackson. All right, let's just say that. All right, that's happening. How Bills comes in 33-21, Buffalo. Super Lancer 26, Bills win 33-20. Cass Scott, 31-19, Bills baby alpha. Rob, R-O-B, 41-23, Buffalo, Buffalo. First 40-burger sighting. If y'all feeling a 40-burger, drop the 40-burgers in the chat right now. Let me see those 40s. Let me see those burgers. Burger emoji. Andrew Holt, 2017 Bills. He thinks it's going to be a close game. 33-21. I already got that one. My bad. Melissa comes through. Melissa Brown, 40-17, Buffalo. I like it. Staff Boy says, yo, 48-20, Bills. Repeat of the first meeting. Oh, my gosh. I think the Bills are going to smack them. That's what I think. Sarah comes in, 31-23, Bills. Joseph. Oh, man, Joseph wants to try to give somebody a heart attack. 23-20, Buffalo walk-off field goal. Oh. I, I will lose myself. I, I, I really would. We can't let that happen. Maggie says, yo, Buffalo 35-19. I like it. Hill Slayer, another close game. 28-25, Bills. The real one. You know what I'm talking about? 56-3. 56-3. All over. And I mean all over the Miami Dolphins. That's what I'm talking about right there. All right, we've got uh, Jay comes in 35 to 21. 35 to 21, Buffalo. Dagum says, yo, 27-24, Bills in a close game. Can best 40 burger, 41-17. Here's what I'm talking about, baby. Here's what I'm talking about, baby. Garbage play says, yo, Bills by a billion. I love it. C-Jack 17, 42-24. Kyle Allen takes at least one drive in the fourth quarter. And does Kyle Allen score a touchdown in the fourth quarter too? Put that on your mama, C-Jack. I'll put it on my mama. Kyle Allen comes in. He comes in, spot duty, and he drives the Bills offense down the field and puts up a touchdown. His doggone self. Get it popping, baby. I love it. LXB, 31-20. Aha. And then we've got to have a Dolphins fan on here. Shout out to you guys, man. Look here. Johnny Dolphins, 56-17. Fins for the win. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. That ain't going to get nowhere close. Flip that score. You know what I'm saying? And then we talking. We talking. But that's funny. I like it. 37-18 bills by Bob O'Brien. Nomdi says 36-21. The carry-on says, yo, 40-burger, baby. It's 40-burger. Mr. L. Trell is, yo, he's on one. 
73-28 Bills. Here we go, baby. 56-24 like the other time, Bill, I am. 50-10 by Luis Cornelius. Buffalo Bills. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. This is uh, <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> Yo, it is so funny. This is so funny. There we go. You got to love them. You got to love them, Miami fans. Hey, I, let me tell you this. Dolphins fans, I told you I wasn't booting y'all out. Dolphins fans, let me tell you this. If the Bill, When the Bills win tomorrow, I'm going to say win. When the Buffalo Bills win tomorrow and smack that tail, make sure you bring that energy right back in here with my man Rico on the post-game show. Don't go nowhere. Don't get ghost. Don't be hiding. Don't hide out. Don't delete your Twitter. Don't do none of that stuff. You bring your tail right on back in here and smash that like from my man Rico on the post-game show. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, ladies and gentlemen, shout out to you guys, yo. I so greatly appreciate y'all for tuning in with your man, Rev. Let me drop my score prediction on the way out for the Buffalo Bills. I said Josh Allen's going to have a total of five touchdowns. But that don't mean that's all the points they're going to be scoring. Josh Allen, five total touchdowns. We're going to get a rushing touchdown from our man. Uh, playoff Lenny's going to get him one at the goal line. You know what I'm saying? So where are we at right now? What's the map? 42? Is that right? We have 42 right now. I was going to get my man Tyler Bass, but I don't want no field goal. I don't, stay on the sideline, Tyler. We don't even need you this game. Stay on the sideline. No, hold up. Yeah, you stay on the sideline. And then I got one touchdown from my man uh, Kyle Allen. That's bringing it up to 49. <laughs> you already know what's happening. You already know what's happening. Buffalo Bills, 49. Miami Dolphins. Miami Lawfins. I'll give y'all 20. 49 to 20. 49 to 20. Matter of fact, look, look, hold up. That's just like, wait, that's just like the last game. 48-20. I'm up in the thing, 49-20. Let me jump y'all down a little bit. Let me jump y'all down. Let's change some things up. 49-16. 49-16. Buffalo Bills. All over that tail. All over that tail. And we snatch in that AFC East division title right back from you like Debo. Give me that chain. My mom will give me that chain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to be funny. I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's your man, Rev. Don't go anywhere. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the rest of your evening. It looks like the, the Houston Texans halftime, they're up 14 to 6. Right now, could we see the Texans in the postseason? C.J. Stroud. We will see what happens. We don't know, but we're going to find out. But all I do know is that the Bills are about to beat that tail. Number two seed in the AFC East. Book it, baby. It is happening. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the rest of the games tomorrow. And until next time. It's your man, Rev. Grace and peace.
God bless. Bills Mafia, stand up, get loud and proud. And as always, baby, go beat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.